Praise the Lord and welcome to The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Today we will explore the topic, Am I My Brother's Keeper? This question was coined by Cain, the oldest son of Adam, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 9. God asked, Where is Abel, my brother? Cain said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Today's podcast includes the following producers of The Elephant in the Room, Associate Pastor Corey Lyndon Bellamy Sr., Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy, Pastor Maurice and Lady Satoya Clanton. I'll be back with today's episode. Well, praise the Lord and welcome to The Elephant Room with... Um, Bishop Michael Bellamy, producers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is a first for us. We've been doing this now since the beginning of January, and this is the very first time that we have come together uh, as a team to do something like this, and this is, like, super exciting. (laughs) I hope that everybody is well. Well, we've got a topic on the table, and... There's a lot to discuss about this. Some individuals do not want to be accountable for their actions. We see that in the attitude of Cain after he murdered his brother. And needless to say, there is um, little interest in showing responsibilities for the actions of others. We're going to talk a little bit about accountability today. Accountability and responsibility is important in the kingdom of God and the church of Jesus Christ. Let me ask producers, what is your concept of accountability? Well, Bishop, uh, Pastor Corey here. First, I want to say that uh, I'm not accountable for my actions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll have that conversation with uh, with Lady Latrice. <laughs> <laughs> a, a responsibility is a rule of law that one is given. However, if an individual does not follow that rule, then they will be held accountable for their action. Well, I, I, that's a wonderful uh, concept, uh, a wonderful way of explaining it. But is this something that should be within the body of Christ? And how far can we go with holding people accountable. We can't do like God did um, Cain in the situation with, with Abel, but to what extent and how far can we go before crossing the line with holding our spiritual brothers and sisters accountable? 
In the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, the Apostle Paul is talking to the church at Galatia, and he says to them, if a man be overtaken in a fault, he says, you, which are spiritual, restore such a woman in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. And verse 2 says, bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So we're talking about not only accountability, but if a if a brother is overtaken, then there is the the principle of restoration. At what point yeah. after holding a brother or a sister accountable do we begin restoration? Praise the Lord. Pastor Maurice Clance. Yeah, Pastor Maurice. I believe, praise him, Bishop. I believe that when you can get to the point of being able to restore a brother, it's ultimately up to that individual. Um, if you go to them and they're receptive of what you're bringing to them and they're seeing themselves um, in the lens that you're delivering to them and they're readily able to repent and to want to go forward, then you can restore one. But if the person rejects what you have to say or they don't see it, um, as they say, I don't see it that way, then it would be hard to restore one because that person has to be broken and has to be low, you know, to be able to fit the criteria of being meek enough to be restored and the spirit of meekness. If they're still lifted up and they didn't do anything wrong in their own eyes, it's going to be hard to deliver that brother back into the fold, that brother or sister back into the fold, because they don't believe that they in all did something entirely wrong. Well, what was what was the problem with uh, with Cain? Cain seemed to have not thought that he had did anything wrong, and he even kind of mouthed off at at God. So in a situation where you have a, a believer who has that Cain mindset, what do you mean accountability? What do you mean restoration? I haven't done anything wrong. How do you, um, how do you handle that kind of individual with that mindset? Cain had an attitude. Mm -hmm. He brought a gift to God. His brother Abel brought a gift, and it was acceptable unto God. However, because of Cain's perceived attitude, God rejected both Cain and his gift, and he let him know that sin was at his door. Mm -hmm. Now, that's in uh, Genesis. When you go over to the book of Matthew, chapter uh, 18, Jesus actually gives steps, and he says that uh, if you have a brother who has trespassed against you, he says that you should go to that brother alone. Okay. In other words, you don't need to post it on social media. You don't need an audience. Go to that individual alone. However, if you're unable to win that brother, he says, then you should get 
one or two additional witnesses and go to that brother. If that doesn't work, Jesus tells them to take the individual before the church. Yeah, that's um, that's a wonderful way, and that was words of wisdom from the Lord of how to deal with these kind of situations within the community of believers. I want to direct these to this question to um, to the ladies, to Lady Latrice and Lady um, Satoya. Will we be held accountable for the actions of others? So you have a brother or a sister who is misbehaving, who are not following the rules, who are not living a life according to scripture. We see it. We hear it. We know it. Are we going to be held accountable for, for their behavior? Lady Latrice, Lady Satoya. Uh, this is Lady Latrice. I would say that it is our duty to steer our brother, our sister, in a righteous way. And it is the individual's duty to tell the truth about what they've done. Uh, if we approach them and they are to be uh, correct themselves. Also that we must pray with our brother, pray with our sister to help correct them, strengthen them. Okay. Lady, uh, Lady Satoya, what are your thoughts on our accountability for what somebody else is doing? And of course we are aware of it. Praise the Lord. So I think, um, just to tie into what Lady Latrice said, we're accountable for what we do to bring that person back in alignment with what the word says. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's only so much that we can do when a person is living in sin or acting in sin. I believe we're responsible for making sure that we are in alignment. And then if we see our brothers and sisters off, then we go to them and we go to them with the word of God and we show them, hey, I see that you may be slipping up here. I see that you've fallen into this. Do you need help? I'll go to that person with compassion. Because a lot of times, people, they already know they're in sin. Uh, I won't say all the time, but sometimes, most of the time, people know that they're in sin. And there's a level of shame in not admitting that they're in sin. And when someone comes to them, our responsibility is to come to people with compassion and the love of God as Jesus demonstrated um, in his walk on this earth. And once we give everything that we can to that person to restore them in a way, it, it really is up to them to do the right thing, to do what God's word says. Okay. Well, um, brother, brother uh, Robert saw sister Roberta at the club. And um, he was there uh, as a technician working on the equipment there. And while he's doing his service work, he looks over on the floor, ballroom floor, and Sister Roberta is out there, and she's just really have, having herself a good time. She's on the praise team, remind you. And um, it's Saturday night, and she's just having a good time with, with some gentleman that uh, Brother Robert is not familiar with, doesn't know. 
Certainly not a saved brother. And so Brother Robert sees her at church on Sunday. Is it his responsibility to confront her, approach her about what he saw? Or should he be a telltale and go and tell the pastor? Pastor Maurice, how, how do we handle that? So there's, there's a couple of things to unpack with that. I think, firstly, ultimately, it, it's dependent on your house rules. If that's not something you're supposed to do, then you, referring to dancing the boogaloo, then you should go to your brother or your sister and admonish them that that's not what we do. Because there could be a lack of understanding, and like the, the Bible says, without no law, there's no transgression. They could have thought that, well, when they say, I didn't stop dancing, I just switched partners, meant that I could go <laughs> dancing on Saturday as long as I switched partners for Sunday. And, and you know, just holding to that and thinking, I mean, and it, like when I begin to look at it, there's the element of people in their mind, what's sin to them. I heard a bishop earlier talking about uh, some singer groups, the spinners, I believe it was. And, you know, I I grew up, I mean, I'm not quite as old as he thought I was, but I grew up with the old parent. And, you know, those records played through the night, you know, with the house party. So I know the, the OJs and I know the SOS band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, those things put me to sleep many a night. And and that music, it had a soul, or 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 you know, it had it had something. It, it's not this uh, hubbub or, that we hear today. Yeah. You know, so it had lyrics and it had meanings and it had you know some heart put into it. So some people believe that you can't entertain that stuff mm-hmm. um, because it'll cause you to slip. Yeah. Some people be like, I can listen to that and it doesn't move me. Mm-hmm. And and when we identify that everybody's walk is not the same and the struggles that Sister Sally has may not be uh, the same struggles as Brother Robert, but ultimately if there's an order set and there's guidelines, then you go to the sister be like, or the brother and be like, hey, this is not what we do over here at, you know, PCT. And, you know, you shouldn't do that. Now, if she ends up going back that way again, you know, that conversation, like Pastor Corey laid out, the the decorum the, the, the that we use in dealing with somebody walking unruly is to take you a witness. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to stand in, you know, being the judge, jury, and then sending them to the pastor to be the executioner, but you want to win souls. And the Bible lets us know that he who is wise can win souls. So even in uh, a lack of understanding or a misguided path, you can help somebody if you go with compassion and not with the rod correction, even though, you know, it has its place. But I saw more people destroyed due to the rod of correction than compassion and uh, a soft answer or your speech season with grace in my tenure of being saved. So ultimately, if the house rules say you ain't supposed to be boogalooing, you shouldn't be boogalooing, and, you know, you need to stop. And if you can't get it together, then that's why the Lord give us shepherds, you know, 
they help guide you in the word so that you understand it, you know. You got to switch partners and cut out the Saturday night jigging. <laughs> yeah, you have been around for a while, uh, Pastor, because it's been a long time since I heard the Boogaloo thing. <laughs> that's going, that's going way, that's going, <laughs> that's going way back, man. <laughs> I need to come to Tennessee and see what's happening there. <laughs> Lady Satoya, would you would you tell the pastor that you saw uh, Sister uh, Sister Roberta on the on the floor dancing Saturday night? That's a that's a good question because. I'm also looking at why am I there? And, 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 you know, the, pers- the person that being a witness, how are they seeing that? So mm-hmm. in, in that instance, are you where you're supposed to be that you saw this person? Or like, are you passing by or how did you see this person? Are you in the same place? Mm-hmm. What are you doing there? Yeah. So I think in that instance, if I'm in the same space that she's in, we both need to have somebody come and help us. <laughs> but um, if, you, if you don't tell on me, but, I won't tell on you, right? <laughs> and that's how it comes across to a lot of people. And, and going back to what Elder Maurice said, um, with you know the house rules, you know we grew up, you know there was a standard of holiness. We knew what the expectation was to you know live a holy and sanctified life. And so if I'm on the outside and I'm witnessing um, Sister Roberta or whoever um, in a place they shouldn't be, I, I'm not going to go and put myself in that place because then my good trying to get that person out may be evil spoken of, but I may go to, not may, but I would go to them maybe the next day. Hey, I just want to check in with you. I saw you over here. What's going on? Yeah. I may lead in with that type of question, you know, just mm-hmm. to ease in, not just, hey, I saw you at the club, you're mm-hmm. in sin, and you're going to hell if you don't go to the church and, mm-hmm. and go before the altar and, and all of these things. I know, I, I, know so. you, I know you're not singing today. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take a seat. Yeah. Bishop, before you move on, I want to I wanna underscore one more thing from the scripture that Pastor Corey pulled out in Galatians. It says, consider thyself least thou also be tempted. Mm-hmm. So it's not even about a gotcha because just as easy as Sister Roberta can be doing the two the Y2C, you could be out there electric boogalooing um, you know, the next weekend. So it's like we have to not think more highly of ourselves. We're just servants and we're fellow servants with one another and we have to bear one another's infirmities and the strong it may not be me this time, but next time I may be the strong, and we're growing in grace. So, you know, but we have to consider ourselves because ultimately we want to make it, and we don't want to be a stumbling block or be found using our righteousness as a cloak of maliciousness. Yeah. To add to that, you know, being able, where we may find ourselves in the, ourselves in the same place, it may not be where you talk, find me out in the club and you see me openly, but it may be that someone says something to me and, you know, or road rage or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, someone demonstrated road rage and here I am fussing and cussing in the car, mm-hmm. but no one saw it but me. Yeah. So going back to the scripture, we have to make sure we're doing the things that are pleasing to God before we reach out and say, hey, what were you doing over there? 
because I see you outwardly, but I'm I'm protected in behind the closed door of the car or whatever. Um, we have to make sure we check ourselves first. Lady Lady Latrice, would you feel bad mentioning something to the pastor about seeing Sister Roberta at the club? I mean, you were you were there and you were not dancing. You were you were there uh performing a legitimate service for uh for that place of business maybe as a salesperson or whatever the case might be you were you were not there to dance you were there on official business would you feel bad if you didn't say anything i, I don't think i would feel bad not uh letting the pastor know mm-hmm. i believe that our people believe the saints believe when they've been busted, if you will, <laughs> they're going to conform. They're going to conform. You know, they're not going to get up there Sunday morning. You yeah. know, they're going to feel consumed in their own heart mm-hmm. and try to get that right. Yeah. And yes, I would go to them and speak with them, and and uh, afterwards maybe and talk about you know corrective action. But uh, I don't think that everything needs to go to the pastor because one. People are going to do what they want to do. Very true. With the pastor, knowing mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Very true. We have to show love to people. Mm-hmm. Show them the lesson. Well, Pastor Corey, um, can our prayers be negatively affected for not showing accountability? Bishop, the answer is yes. If we don't show accountability in a situation where a brother has trespassed against us, then or we have trespassed against our fellow, fellow brethren, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus said that and this is in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter five, verse twenty-four. He said that uh, we are to leave our gift before the altar and go our way first to be reconciled to our brother and then come and offer offer our gift. We are, and I, and I believe this would be the elephant in the room, we are our brother's keeper. We are accountable to God. We're accountable to his son, Jesus, and we are responsible for one another. When do we go too far and actually become busybodies, interfering, just interfering in in a person's, another person's life in their affairs? Is it possible to cross that line and almost looking for anything that you can accuse a brother or believer of? When your motive is not, saving but gotcha mm-hmm. when you're when you're driven by seeing somebody fall rather than be lifted up when you take pleasure and run into the pastor's office and saying I caught sister Roberta dancing and she up in the choir and you take pleasure in that yes yes you you definitely are way out of the way you don't have the right intentions or motives behind you as the kids say snitching or driving <laughs> i i love that i love that expression that you're using the the gotcha i gotcha mindset it's like you're looking 
for something to catch someone doing or saying something uh, wrong or being in the wrong place just to appear suddenly and say, ah, I got you. Um, that is, that's malicious. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not brotherly love. Um, it seems like that person is actually trying to destroy his brother or sister rather than trying to uh, restore them. Pastor Corey, were you going to comment on that as well? Yes, sir. We're not the church police. Mm. You had the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and they were constantly attempting to play gotcha with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they were the ones who were in error. Yeah. They had the mentality of trying to find a moat in their brother's eye when they had a beam in their own. And so we have to walk humbly. We have to understand that from Genesis to Revelations, this Bible is all about restoration. Our responsibility is to work with our brothers and our sisters when they are in error with a spirit of humility and to assist them, assist them in being redeemed. So what do you all think about snitches? <laughs> well, you know, uh, the word on the street is snitches <laughs> get <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was under the schoolmaster. The snitches get stitches. Snitches get what? Stitches. Okay, stitches. (laughs) Pastor Corey, what what do you think? What do you think, Pastor Corey? What do you think about a snitch? The word snitch is a negative connotation. Okay. Spiritually speaking. If you have done all that you know to do to assist a brother or sister, you're not snitching as the world would have it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're throwing an additional lifeline to that individual okay. to spare them from the rapid turn. Pastor, this is Latrice. Yes, le- yes Lady Latrice. Uh, I wanted to say that we have to be careful um, not to embrace those that are snitches because sometimes they may have ill feelings against another. So we need to get the facts before we judge or sentence. I totally agree. And there's a saying that's been around for a long time. A dog that will bring a bone will also um, carry a bone. And someone preached a sermon years ago, watch those dogs. <laughs> Lady yeah. Lady Satoya, would you be comfortable having someone who is a snitch as a friend or an associate? Not that you're doing anything wrong, but just knowing <laughs> that this person is a snitch. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't I, I couldn't associate with someone that's always running just to run and tell. Mm-hmm. You know, just going off of the, the word snitch, you know, like Elder Corey said, it has a negative connotation, but if I'm associated with someone that is genuinely genuinely looking for the good in people and looking for them to prosper on this walk, then yes, I can associate with someone who's willing to go the length 
that it takes to bring that person back into the fold because Jesus, he, he even left the 99 for the one. So if that's the goal, that's the end game of that person, you know, snitching, if you will, then I'm okay with that because I want to see everyone safe. I want someone to come to me and say, hey, look, I need you to get yourself together, get your life now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to fall. But if it's just, I, I, I've seen it, you know, in, in the years that I've been with the Lord, I've seen where people will go and tell just to tell. And it crushes a person's spirit. It crushes their, their all of the things that make them who they are. And it drives people out and pushes them further away from where they need to be. So, I think yeah. that I, I think that if you're looking for, if you're looking to find something wrong with a person, you will find something. But if you, and I, and you use the word love, several of you use the word love, but if you love them and want to see them grow, develop, and be spiritually healthy, uh, you will bear their infirmities. And even in their weakness or vulnerabilities, your love can actually help bring restoration and spiritual maturity um, to them. Uh, well, producers, we're out of time, and I just want to give each of you some closing remarks. Let's start with um, Associate Pastor Corey. Yes, sir. As Associate Pastor, one of my primary responsibilities is pastoral care. I receive calls from a number of individuals. Sometimes an individual has a hit list. Mm -hmm. and their individuals that they're going after. Other times, individuals may call and say, Pastor, I have a concern. Mm -hmm. the, the first is disingenuous. The latter has a spirit of love and wants to help. Mm -hmm. As brothers and sisters in Christ, as spiritual leaders, we have to pray and ask God to give us wisdom and discernment to know the difference. Okay, thank you, Pastor Corey. Lady Latrice? I would just want to say that we want to make sure that whenever we have an accusation or we perceive something to be, we make sure that we have all the facts. And once we address that and receive what we need to know that's factual, we may want to uh, attempt to talk and guide our brother, our sister, in helping them. Okay, thank you. Um, Lady Satoya? Praise the Lord. Um, I just want to tie in um, Galatians 6, um, verses 7 and 9, actually 7 through 9. Um, in my closing remarks, you know, in those scriptures, it tells us that God is not mocked. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever we sow, we're going to reap. Mm -hmm. And if we're driving people out because we want to catch them up in a, in a fall or a fault, then we're going to receive that same judgment from someone. Um, so we meet me need to make sure that we are in alignment with Christ, in alignment with the Word. And if we are truly looking for people to be in the fold, for people to be saved, to be holy and sanctified, then we need to make sure our motives are in alignment with the Word. Uh, verse 9, it says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. If we're reaping the things of God, you know, going out and telling those um, lost souls or telling those wayward um, individuals, come on back, come on back. That's sowing some good into the world. Mm -hmm. And 
in us doing so, we can draw that person back in and also be a witness to others that are maybe associating with that person that's in sin and draw them too. Thank you. Pastor Maurice, what are your closing uh, your closing words? Praise the Lord. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. If we are accountable to someone, it is a beautiful thing. And ultimately, to be the accountability to someone else is a great benefit in the body of Christ because we're all working out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And it takes help. Like, if it wasn't needful, then it would not be something that is possible. So it takes my brother, it takes my sister to help me along the way, to show me, um, like I'm thinking about Apollos, a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think I got it, and sometimes I got it, but not all the way. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, um, James said it like this. He said, my brethren, let us let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. So when I'm trying to hear the whole conclusion of the matter, I'm not going to jump at the first thing that I hear. I'm not going to convict or condemn or judge somebody harshly on half of the knowledge, but I'm going to wait and I'm going to be uh, led by the Spirit so that I know how to answer every man concerning this thing because it's it's um, a dangerous thing to allow your own will to supersede the will of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was growing up, they used to say there's a divine will and a permissive will. And sometimes you don't even know which one you're in because of your motive. Yeah. A lot of times you're in his permissive will and not the divine will, and you're like, well, he allowed it. Well, yes, because he is giving us free will and choice, and sometimes our choices are not what he would want for us, but we have to suffer, or we're buffeted for our own faults, and we take it patiently. So, I like I was going to say, I don't have a problem with a, a snitch or a tattletale if they're meaning me good. Yeah. But if all they want to see is my fall mm -hmm. or my... Or my Minds, then they can they can go on with the get on. So <laughs> praise the Lord. All right. Well, friends, that's all the time that we have for uh, this episode. It has been wonderful. Uh, I hope you have uh, enjoyed today's episode as much as as we have. Um, so glad to have our producers with us on today, Associate Pastor. Corey Lyndon Bellamy Sr., Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy, Pastor Maurice, and Lady Satoya Clanton. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on our Facebook page and via email at theelephant2022 at gmail.com. Be safe, stay healthy, God bless. Thank you.